Okay, constructive. Hallelujah. There is a good way that we can respond. There's a positive way that we can respond to frustration. Number one, persistence in achieving the goal. We're going to talk about giving up, quitting. Implementing different approaches, consulting others who are experienced in alternate goals to pursue. First of all, let's talk about that first one there. Beloved, giving up is not an option. Somebody better say amen. Quitting is not an option. It just isn't. If the goal was worth you starting out for it to begin with, then quitting is not an option. So, to overcome quitting, try this. It's sometimes we have such high and lofty goals that we want to reach right now. We want revival and we want it now. But what you don't realize is that to get to revival, there are some steps to get there. Break it down into steps. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know. Your uh, goals that you're trying to reach, hopefully they're big enough goals to challenge you, but they've got to be realized in increments and in steps. So break it down. When you get frustrated over it, look at the goal, break it down into small things. And I like what this says. It says, tell yourself, tell yourself this, uh, another five minutes and then I'll take a break. Tell yourself, as soon as I reach this point right here, I can stop for a minute. The Bible says the righteous person falls seven times and gets up. The evil person falls just once. What I interpret that to mean is that the quitter, the first sign of trouble, quits. Now, if you've had a problem with that, you need to listen to me this morning and stop that. Stop running off. Just because you get frustrated, you don't run off. You back up, you look at this thing, and you say, okay, we're going to take this in steps, and we're going to work through this, and we're going to get through it. You've got a relationship right now that is, is a problem. We're going to talk about relationships later on. How to go to people and begin to deal with relationship problems. See, I want to develop leadership in this church. And all of you who want to be leaders, and I hope you all do, in some form or fashion on some level or another. And one of the things you encounter in working with people is that you don't always see eye to eye on what ought to be done. And even at times when you think you have common goals, you find out that you're going about it differently. A good example of this is when a couple gets married. What is the goal of marriage? <laughs> happy ever after? What is the goal of marriage? I'm hearing all kinds of things. Be happy? Have kids? Is that the goal of marriage? Amy's Praise God. How'd you come up with that, Amy? Bingo. Genesis chapter, whatever it is, one or two, three, the two shall become one flesh. Now that is not just referring to having kids. See, some folks think that the purpose or the goal of marriage is to reproduce. But what if you can't reproduce? Why do you get married? You get married to become one with another person. And that is spiritually, emotionally, yes, physically. But see, we think too many times in going into marriage that it's about having kids, having a home, having a house, having a career. Those are steps. That's not the goal. Those are objectives along the way. We need to keep the end goal in focus here. And the goal is that the two of you begin to think alike, act alike, walk alike, talk alike, function as one person. You can always tell when a marriage is maturing. There will be disagreements. You see a marriage and it's, yes, honey, yes, dear, yes, honey, yes, dear. You just mark it down in your book. That marriage is headed for problems. Sooner or later, yes, honey, yes, dear, is going to get old. And he or she is going to finally stand up and say, I have an opinion here and I choose to voice it. 